This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. Yes, friends, it's time once again for... Sit and spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. There he is. We can see him. He can't see us. Ryan Castle, live from his basement dungeon type studio. Ryan Castle, how are you? How fortunate for me. You can see me, but I can't see you. That sounds like everyone wins. Yes, it really is. Almost. Uh, What happens when you leave the camera on? Can we see everything else? Yeah. That happens down there. You can see me. uh, You can see me uh, working. Down here, because that's what I do during the day when I'm at home. I work. I see. Uh-huh. Okay. That's what I tell people too. I'm sure. Yeah. Did that sound convincing? I hope it sounded convincing because I really wanted it yeah. to sound yeah. convincing. We'll edit so, it later. Uh, today on uh, Sit and Spin, we're we're looking at minivan rock. What is minivan rock? Do you uh, have you heard of minivan rock? Maybe you haven't heard the term minivan rock, but you have definitely heard minivan rock. This would be like the late '90s, early 2000s version of yacht rock. So you took your your soft rock pop hits of the 1970s and traded in your deck shoes and margaritas uh, for uh, uh, sippy cups and Cheerios between the car seats and the minivan. So it's really rather depressing. If I'm uh, if I'm between the ages of 30 or 40 or whatever, like I know every one of these songs pretty much. Dude, in your wheelhouse. These are like the user-friendly pop rock hits of the late 90s. If you turned on the radio in the late 90s, you know these songs for sure. Now, Uh-oh. Now, at the time when these songs came out, did we like these songs? <laughs> or was it one of those things where we went, so, oh, God. I mean, define we. I mean, I certainly <laughs> didn't. But <laughs> Is there going to be um, an appearance by uh, a friend of ours? Which for definitely, oh, yeah, I believe yeah. so. Your, oh, your friend, yes, yeah, he yeah. has to. definitely. Right, it your, is impossible to talk about the late nineties without talking about this particular friend. Yeah. If if your friend is the friend I think you're talking about, it he is. is one of the yeah. pinnacles of this yeah. genre then, uh, of music. Minivan, he's Rock. the owner of it. Then these these uh, these artists then have now transcended into doing winery shows. Is that a fair yeah. assessment? <laughs> yes, yeah, some of them, some okay. of them for sure. You know what I mean? Like we'll for take sure. some wine, More than not the casino, but the winery. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. right. Very specific. More than one of them have shown up on a on a Santana album over yep. the years. I More say, than one. Oh, I could taste yeah. the Sauvignon Blanc. But the uh, the genre you're calling a minivan. So these are the Mini. ten greatest minivan rock songs of all time. Ten number ten. Yeah. And there he is. 
There's your homeboy right out of the gate. It doesn't take long. I mean, what, uh, yeah, what did right. you do backstage with him? Did you drink his beer or what, what was going on? Rob Thomas? Yeah. Uh, well, this is when you could still hug people, so we hugged. Uh-huh. And then, yes, I drank his beer. <laughs> All right. I also had a fun interaction with somebody in his band. Then after I talked to Rob, he looks at me and he goes, I don't know you, do I? And I was like, no. <laughs> but thanks for letting me in backstage. <laughs> it should be noted. What kind of beer do they have backstage at a Rob Thomas show? Oh, dude, he had some random light beer, like Ultra or Coors Light or something. But you got to remember. Exactly what you You think. can't get beer at a winery around here. Yeah. So the idea of just even sure. having any kind of contraband beer, man, sure. I would go more often if they had beer. By the way, it's supposed to be noted, Ted once also ate the trout from... Crosby stills and Nash. Crosby stills and Nash. Mm-hmm. Well, it's what if he goes backstage, he eats their stuff, <laughs> drinks their beer. <laughs> These are the ten greatest minivan rock songs of all time. Nine, number nine. I wanna ride through the halls of my house. Oh yeah, I, I love this list already. You know, I don't want to get off subjects here, but every show I go to with Miles, he's like, let's go backstage and drink their beer and eat their food. Yeah, that's what I do. It's part of my, it's part of my rule as well. Oh, Queensryche's not drinking that beer? I will. That you think John Mayer has in his deli tray? I remember listening Women. to this song. Yeah, John Mayer. <laughs> Ladies. John Mayer, is, uh, he is, uh, he's... Uh, now he, he tours with the dead. Turned the corner a little bit there as far as what he's yeah. doing musically, isn't he? I mean, if yeah. you know every single Grateful Dead song, there's only 250,000 of them, <laughs> and he can play any of them on a win. I don't think even all the members of the Grateful Dead know every single Grateful Dead they song don't. at this point. Is he getting more I, ass now with Dead followers or with his old uh, Teeny Bop days? Oh, your body yeah, is a wonderland. It's just that, different. It's, that was it's larger peak. and hairier. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are the 10 greatest minivan songs of all time. Eight, number eight. If I could fall into the sky. I do feel like I'm in a minivan. There is something about this song where I'm like, man, not only am I in a minivan, but I'm sitting in the back. You talk up this song and you do the weather and then you nail the post with star 101.5. Where the Q means variety. (laughs) Who is this again? Vanessa Carlton. Oh, Vanessa Carlton. All right. Ten greatest minivan rock songs of all time. Song Sit and Spit. Seven. Number seven. He's everything you want. Better than Ezra? No. Uh, in the wheelhouse. No, this is Vertical Horizon. Ah, oh, oh, Horizon. All right, all right. I think I played all of this stuff on my first radio gig at uh, was it 101.1? 101.9. 101.9. You don't even remember where he worked. No, because it was awful. <laughs> I, honest to God, I would turn down the speakers in the studio and blast Metallica mm-hmm. through the cube speakers. And what, I would tell people that they've, got a new, uh, they've got a new liner package. He goes, I am so soft right now. <laughs> in Baltimore. Yeah. Welcome to Baltimore's Ovulation Station. Because <laughs> that's what we need. <laughs> Ten greatest minivan rock songs of all time. Six, number six. You could tell there was nothing catastrophic happening in the world at this time. No, it was you pretty, know what I mean? It was pretty happy oh, times. Right. <laughs> This is just like somebody bought a guitar, wrote a song, and instantly put out a single. No pandemic. Right. Nothing was going on. Right. Pre-9-11. I mean, the world really, in hindsight, was pretty good back then. And I, I hate to say, but the worse the world is, the better the music gets. This is a reflection of easy times. Yeah, it's, <laughs> about it. yeah, it's you're right. terrible. Everything's going all right in the world, so the, <laughs> the music worst, doesn't have to be that right, great. Exactly. The worst thing that was going on in the world in 2000 was Limp Bizkit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
Brian Castle with us. These are the 10 greatest minivan rock songs of all time. Five, number five. If you want to, I can save you. I can take you away from here. That's Michelle Branch, who I believe was also on uh, on a Santana album, correct? Uh, yeah, we're Robin is saying yes. Yes, yeah. Who hasn't all, been on all it? you wanted? In case you want to download that one, Castle. <laughs> I think everyone we know has been on the Santana album. You don't even know you're there. Like, like holy crap! On his face when he says that. Yeah, you want to download that? Go right ahead. <laughs> it's your money. Ten greatest minivan rock songs of all time. Four, number four. I want to wake up when. Oh yeah. You should see the anger in Thrill's face when you see the excitement of mine. <laughs> Sorry, a boy named Goo. I loved it. Dude, I hated this up. I, and a listen, boy named Goo. The Goo Goo Dolls. I don't think you, you couldn't the, name an album that in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I named it my seed. Almost a boy named Goo. <laughs> right. I knew it was going to be a boy when I was making love to your mom. <laughs> With that said, I also saw the Goo Goo Dolls once at a chili cook-off in D.C., Walk off the stage because people kept throwing stuff at them. <laughs> right, I've been to one of those shows too. I was going to say everybody's been on a Santana album and everybody's been to a Goo Goo Dolls show where people threw quarters at the band. <laughs> I said I'm going to name him Goo. You know, <laughs> it was either that or towels. Do you want to name that album? What you? No, no. <laughs> That's like Spinal Tap. Smell the glove. You can't. <laughs> These are the ten greatest minivan rock songs of all time. Three, number three. This is the story of a I remember being angry during the late 90s. This reminds me why. This is 2000. It makes you wish the Y2K thing was real. (laughs) I mean, I like them, but it's amazing all these songs were out before White Claws. I know. Imagine it. If this came out now with White Claws, we're drinking bottles and James, bro. That's what I'm saying. It's all but the wineries now. That's all they right. got. Get those Jack Daniels zippers back in the day. <laughs> right. Mike's heart. The genre is Mike's called uh, minivan rock. These are the 10 greatest minivan rock songs of all time. Two, number two. Tell me why they go make things so complicated. I see the way you're acting like somebody else gets me frustrated. Well... I mean, she married the singer from Nickelback, so she wins. Oh, uh, uh, Avril Lavigne. Correct. Oh, I thought you would have played Skater Boy. (laughs) Sorry to let you down, Ted. Yeah, Ryan. I honestly (laughs) had no idea who it was. (laughs) I I guess you. Yeah, because he stopped playing the hit. I was looking around. Guess you're just going to have to pull it up on your iTunes on your phone there, Ted. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we made it to number one. These are the 10 greatest minivan rock songs of all time. Fuel? Lifehouse. Lifehouse. Oh, Sorry, Lifehouse. Fuel. Same difference. Lifehouse. I mean, come on. 
Lifehouse was that band that everyone confused for another band because no one remembered Lifehouse. Right. <laughs> so like, is, it, is it Matchbox 20? No, man. Fuel? No, no, no. Vertical Horizon. No. It seems like what I, I buy. No, it's that garbage song they're playing on the radio all the time. Oh, yeah, Lifehouse. It sounds like what I'd, uh, what I'd buy if I can't find the salad dressing brand I'm looking for. I'll just get this Lifehouse brand. That's oh, basically oh, what they are. That's probably pretty good, right? <laughs> it's a great reference point. I wonder how the ranch is. <laughs> it's, the, it's, the, it's the store brand. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. The reason we asked, well, but, uh, what was your last little win or victory? I'm trying to think my last little win or victory. I, you know what? Win or really victory? Good, that made it's some a little win or victory. Win or, uh, like the small things in life. Right. Like if you find, I don't know, man, you find 20 bucks in the dryer. You know what I mean? It was like your twenty dollars that you lost, but you don't even remember losing it. It's just right. that's a, it's a little thing. You know how like, like that. you know how like when you bought your computer, right? Yeah, you got a great deal on it, and then you couldn't find a cord. And Correct. Then, and it made and you buy like fifty of them, right? Yeah. You're trying to find a cord. I bought like, three see, of them. See, that's not a that's not a win. You know what I mean? It'd just be easier if the damn thing worked, right? <laughs> right. You know, you could yeah. just use it. So like something that's just I don't know. I tried uh, Korean barbecue chicken the other night, and I feel like I nailed it. Right. Small Victor. I've never tried it before. Mm-hmm. Not much. It's all I got right now. If you want to come over for Korean chicken, I can make it. How's that? Yeah, hey. put my grill together and get it fired there up. There you that go. Felt like a nice little right. victory. Robin did the same thing the other night. Oh my God, the food is so much better. See, that's a little winter victory. Probably the same way you felt when you bought an air fryer. Honestly, yeah. And started cooking because we stuff didn't think up. it'd be or that a good. crisper pan. <laughs> which oh, okay. okay how, how hot do you have to set the oven for for that? Do you remember three? I've only used it once. I haven't uh, haven't really dialed that part in. The onion rings were good. The uh, butterfly shrimp left a little something to be desired. So they were too dry. No, no, no. Opposite. They should have cooked those longer. Oh, okay. uh, all right, gotcha. Yeah. Mm. All right. The reason we asked, well, you live in the learn. Well, what what was your last uh, little uh, win or victory? A, a survey on life's little wins found the average person has something unexpected and good happen to them about three times a week. Believe it or not. And that boost in happiness will get lasts of uh, an hour, they say, to an hour and 15 minutes. So Three times a week. Uh, yeah, I mean. Maybe I, I'm doing something wrong. What, okay. There is. Well, now that well, I'm saying. What's on the saying. list? I'm going to see if, it, you know, three times a week. I'm just curious what these little things are. I don't okay. know. Getting a good night's sleep. Uh, here's some that just missed the top ten. That's it. Uh, getting an extra hour in bed. Yeah. Uh, when your favorite song comes on the radio and you're jamming was number 12. All right, all right. Number 10 is receiving a compliment from a, a complete stranger. All right. Hey, baby, nice ass. Yeah, the last time I got a compliment from a complete stranger was a homeless dude offering to fillet me for a cigarette. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, but he's very complimentary. Looked me up and down Thanks, like, man. ooh, because I was going to take you in and explain what it is you wanted to do. This game of cigarettes, I'll tell you what, well, like a rain check. Yeah. It's all good. But someone found you good looking. Yeah. That's it's nice. a man who cut a hole in a carpet and wears it as a shirt, but which is honestly God truth. Uh-huh. But he was very complimentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very yeah, complimentary. Yeah. Uh, number nine, a winning lottery ticket. If it's only a few bucks, he is uh, he is now sleeping bag guy. I don't know. If he's, I've seen him lately. He's yes. moved on. Uh, number eight, completing a do-it-yourself project on your own. Put together you a grill, go. doing anything like that. Uh, crossing off the last thing on a to-do list. I think we've all had enough time, or hopefully that list isn't uh, isn't too deep anymore. Watching the sunset. I guess in the ideal situation, when a sunset uh, happens, you know what I mean? You do stop for a minute, pause, and, and, and take a look at you, it. If you're sitting somewhere where you, you have the time to sit there and watch it set, like it's probably a decent day. Right? But, yeah, but also, I feel like it's a scenario. Like, you could watch the sunset, but you live in some crappy apartment, and you're looking across an ugly parking lot, an industrial building, and 
Yes, you saw the sunset. It doesn't feel the same as when you're on a beach. Same sun. No, I'm just saying you direction. had at least 10 or 15 minutes to just ah, sit to there and do set. nothing. Okay. Right. Uh, traffic lights turning green as you're approaching or being, yes! time, or being timed out correctly. Absolutely. You know if you live in South Tacoma, you have no idea what the hell that is. That's when the lights actually work so you can just keep on moving <laughs> instead of stopping and enjoying every single intersection, University Place. Number four, getting into a bed with fresh sheets. Oh, yeah. Clean yeah. sheet oh, night God. is what I call yeah. it. I had a clean sheet like, uh, night last night. Did you? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's tremendous. I got to do all my laundry today. Okay. I know I need to. Ch- it's one of those nights, man, I woke up in there for whatever you're just covered in sweat. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, ah, the bed is cold and soggy. Tonight's going to be towels. Mm. So it'll smell like moldy and crap, which they do. Uh, number three, getting an unexpected gift in the mail. I can't tell you the last time I when got something in the mail you know that what? wasn't uh, a bill. I got one last week, and it what? made me cry. My buddy, uh, Brendan Looney, who passed away that I wear every, every day, his dad, Kevin Looney, sent me a bunch of stuff from the Looney Foundation and everything else, and I was like, damn. That's, like, that's really that's cool. Awesome. That's really you cool. Said it made, I thought someone sent you pepper spray mm-hmm. or no. an onion. Well, what was just funny is somebody called. It was just very nice of, his, of Kevin to send me that stuff. Right, and there's all these shirts, sure. but as I'm opening it, I got a little emotional, and somebody called me, and I was like, yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm in a good no, mood. Of course, of this course. Is I'm a, in a good mood. This yeah. is the stupidest side, but as far as things that make you cry, <laughs> my daughter's watching something. I don't know what it was, but I'm kind of listening to it, and this voice says, so-and-so told me that the only food that can make you cry are onions. So I threw a coconut in his face. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. What are you Number two of the little uh, wins in life, waking up to nice weather. Having oh, a great day. God, yes. It's pretty easy to get up in the summertime around here when the uh, sun comes through the it's uh, weird, man. And you realize that at 630, that sun is the only sun we're going to get all day, and that's the hottest <laughs> it's going to be. And number one, finding money in the pocket of an old coat when you put it up. That's the number one. Especially if it's life. not your coat. Right. Yeah. I always like putting on a, a suit coat. Because then I remember the last time I wore the suit. Whatever's in the inside pocket will tell you where it was. Typically, the date of the wedding is on there. Yeah. You know what yep. I mean? As far as the pamphlet goes, and you go, this is why these pants don't fit. This was 2017. And before you ask, we kind of dry clean suits once every 15 wears. Yeah, but also find, I'll find like all the things that came with the wedding, like an Andy's chocolate candy. Yeah. Right. You keep or... something goes in there, right? To like, oh, I remember. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the men's room on the Men's Room Radio Network. All right, time for a little Your Guess is as good as mine. It's an easy game to play. We get a contestant on the line. Then from there, you pick from one of two categories. Try to get as many right in said category before three strikes, and you're out. Steve, who do we have there ready to play? Your Guess is as good as mine. I'm not saying that the man's brilliant. I'm not saying that the man's handsome, but his name is Steven, so let's just make the assumption oh. that he is. Okay. Hello, Steven. Welcome to the men's room. What's going on? Hola. Steven, welcome to the program. Your guess is as good as mine. we got a couple good topics here for you today. All right. First of all, voted by the internets, we have the best kinds of bread. And people went and voted, and they determined what they believe to be the 10 best types of bread are. Then we have the categories of the greatest rock guitarists of all time. These are the guitarists and bands that people think are iconic, great in their own way, even if they're maybe the best one in the band, comparatively speaking. Either way, they are known as iconic guitarists in the rock genre. So, Stephen, you want to go the best kinds of bread or the 10 greatest rock and roll guitarists of all times? Mm. Keep in mind, this Let's is also go. an internet vote. Let's go bread. Bread it is. Bread, uh, bread, bread it is. 
They went to the internet and they said, we love bread. And then they determined your 10 favorite styles and types of bread. Stephen, the way we play the game, your guess is as good as mine, is you need to get as many right in said category before three strikes and you're out. So bread is the topic. Yeah. What do you think people's favorite type of bread is? Uh, I mean, go sourdough. Number five. It's sourdough gotta be is sourdough is yeah. absolutely on the list. That is correct, yes. The problem is I think there's going to be breads that do not deserve to be on that list, like ciabatta. There's going to be many People pretend they like ciabatta. I don't believe anyone honestly likes ciabatta. But they keep saying it. They keep showing up in restaurants <laughs> pissing me off. Okay. Uh, go, uh, I mean, what, French. French is number seven. The old baguette. French bread, yes. People love the French. It's basically white bread, but it's French white bread. Yes. It's yes. crusty on the outside. <laughs> right, exactly. Kind of chewy. French is uh, number seven. So, so far, French and sourdough are correct. You've gotten two out of the ten with no strikes. What is your next guess? These are the ten best breads, according to the internet. Uh, rye. I'm sorry, rye does not make it. Really? Rye comes in at oh. number 12. That I like is, rye, I man. love rye. Trust me. Put yes. it on the rye if you would. Rye is fantastic. The marbled rye. All of it. Okay. okay so, um, multigrain. Multigrain bread. I'm sorry. That is number 11. Wow. That yes. shouldn't even be that high on the list. Yes, it is, Steven. Just outside the uh, the top 10 there on your last two guesses. You were close. I convinced it came up multigrain bread when a baker dropped the dough into a bird feeder. And he said, look, time's money. Bake mm -hmm. it anyway. Yeah. That's basically what it looks like. <laughs> All right, Steven. Um, Someone's suggesting Italian bread. Focaccia. Focaccia? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, focaccia. Focaccia's number eight. And in my mind, one of the finest breads you can eat. Can't eat a lot of it. No. Especially if they bring it out and then they have the oil. Uh, you got to make room for your dinner. And I've you never can... understood that with the restaurant. Because the whole thing with the restaurant, you you want to upsell as much as you can. Like any business, right? But with food, it's easier. Because like, hey, here's our desserts, right? But with bread, people get filled up on bread and you're giving it to them for free mm -hmm. before they've even ordered their food. And like, then they'll ask for more bread. But right. I feel like people order and then get all like piggy with the <laughs> bread. Piggy. Damn, man. Because well, they'll always ask you, you don't want any bread? You don't want any bread? Well, then I'm going to take another piece. All right. Sorry, I just couldn't think of a word. Piggy, yeah. I was going to be like, look at that hog. He doesn't bread. I'll tell you what, though, when they do some sweet butter or some honey butter or something like uh, that. I think focaccia, though, is just a great bread for a sandwich as well. Uh, it is. Something like garlic bread, Texas toast. Do they Ooh, qualify? These they are the do. Suggestions. They All right. do What about qualify? pita bread? Uh, that qualifies. I'm not sure it's on the list, though, to give Steven some help because yeah. he's already got two strikes against him. So far, you've got focaccia, yeah. French, and sourdough uh, dough. Correct, Steven. I mean, like, it's... Is garlic bread, is that like, would that be in a topic or is that, because you can make garlic bread with anything. You can, Go for it, but once it. you make garlic bread, it becomes a good bread. There you go, garlic bread. <laughs> That's your third favorite bread. That's correct. Garlic yeah. bread is number three on the list of the best kinds of bread. So far, <laughs> garlic, sourdough, French, and focaccia. You've gotten four out of the ten. Two strikes against you. You're missing two very obvious breads here. Don't the forget most wheat bread. and white, dude. I mean, it's what everyone buys. Right? Yeah. Yeah, wheat, obviously. Wheat Num bread. Number four. Wheat is number four. White bread, for sure. Number one. White bread <laughs> is number one. You've got white, garlic, wheat, sourdough, French, and focaccia, correct? 
Uh, somebody, they suggested devil's fart, which we know to be pumpernickel. That's not a joke. It means like devil's fart. Mm-hmm. But pumpernickel, I do. If garlic bread's on there, wouldn't, could you say banana bread? These are more of a bread that you would traditionally use for a, like a meal. Not all of not them. Not a dessert. I mean, there is one bread on here that's kind Ooh. of a stretch. Cornbread, someone suggests. Cornbread Ooh. is not on the list. Oh, never mind. <laughs> But I'm trying to think of good bread. Uh, Hawaiian roll. Oh, like ooh, sweet bread. Hawaiian like bread. Potato- like, I don't know what you call that. It's usually rolls. It's bread. Yeah, like the Hawaiian sweet bread. That stuff is good. I mean, but what, yeah, what do you categorize that as? Uh, it's bread, I think. What's I your think. guess going to be, Steven? Uh, you know what? We'll go ciabatta. Number nine. Unbelievable. What? Yeah, that crappy ass bread. The a worst bread ever. Ass. Might as well eat a freaking shoe. Can't chew through it on a sandwich. Do you ever want to bite into a sandwich yeah. so that all the insides hey. can explode out the back? The ciabatta is six weeks old. Don't worry about it. It tastes the same. It sucks. Do you like getting dry ass flour in your mouth? Right. Who came up with that crap? They should be, uh, out they should of be no longer able to make bread ever again. It's good with burgers. No, it's not. It sucks. You got to chew through it, and then you have to rip, <laughs> and you have to rip the bottom and the top. And then as Steve would say, whatever's in the middle squirts out the freaking back because the bread's so hard to bite through that you can't get through the stuff. If you have no intent to no eat flavor. the burger on the bread, then yes, yeah. it's good. No one likes dried out bread. That's how it comes in. It comes in dried out. All right, uh, Steven. Ooh, potato bread. What about potato bread? Oh, I love That's... potato bread. What's your next guess? Oh, um... Yeah, go potato bread. Ah, that's a third strike. Ah, really? Sorry, Steven. You did pretty well, though, though. You got uh, seven out of the potential ten. We'll start at number one is white bread. Yeah. Number two would be the baguette. Really? The baguette comes in at number but two. Not, yeah, I would always think French. I would, too. Three is garlic, four is wheat, five is sourdough. Here's a big one that I didn't even know was a big bread, cinnamon bread. Number six on uh, the list. Okay. All right. Number seven is French. Uh, focaccia comes in there. Ciabatta is in there. And your number 10 uh, bread, what did you call it? The devil's what? It's called, the de- that's, look, that's what it means, devil's fart. Pumpernickel. Pumpernickel. Is number 10 on the list. Want more of the Men's Room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill, The Greatest Story Never Told. Available on Radio.com. What, uh, what do you now remember that you used to like or enjoy? 844-999-OLA. Hello, Mike. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola, guys. Hola. So I miss sex. That's what I miss. <laughs> Let me guess. Either you're married or you're not in a relationship at all. I'm married and my wife has some physical problems, so it's been about 15 years since I had sex. Wow. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, wait. What? What is the physical problem that you have that for 15 years you don't have sex? She's got serious back problems, so just an orgasm when the body locks up causes her a whole lot of pain. All right. How you, you should. Uh, t- you know what? Let your wife have sex with me because there's no chance she'll have an orgasm. Have you happened to see? Uh, <laughs> have you happened to see the latest uh, social media post from uh, who? Big D Daddy from Cincinnati. Uh, no. If you get a chance, you might want to check it out. He got interviewed the other day during a uh, protest, and uh, Big D Daddy had uh, an interesting spin on uh, what he needs to, uh, you know, make things better. Yeah, it's not much different than you. <laughs> yeah, now, or me. Let, me. let me ask you this, or anybody we know, actually. So your wife's been 15 years, and uh, she has the back problems. Is it something that bugs her as well? Yeah, it does. And is there any cure for this? Is there any hope? I mean, uh, whatever's going on with her, fusion or compression or whatever. Is there any? Is there any sign? No, of- she's 
she's had surgery that made it a little better, but not much better. And the surgeons look at it and say, there's a chance, better chance to make it worse than to make it better. All so right. what, what, about, what about other forms of yeah, sexual like, you activity? Know, like if, I, if you're moving and I come over and lend you a hand, you know what I mean? I mean anything at yeah, all? Yeah, she's, she's, if she's not getting it, I'm not getting it. Okay. Oh, okay. oh man. Oh, that's the she's, standoff. She, she's not. She's not willing to throw me a little action, karaoke or something every Did, once in a while. So well, what uh, happens? Tried. If, so if she has an orgasm, because I'm sure you're slaying it, but when she has an orgasm, based on what's going on with her back, I mean, is it extreme pain? Do you have to go to the emergency room? What, what is it that happens? Well, it's not an emergency room, but it's extreme pain, and that's through enough opiates to kill a horse. Really? Yeah. She's. So, She's on constant pain. She's been on pain pills for 20 years, 25 years, and more and more. And uh, this will break through it. And, and you know, she hurts for a couple hours. I mean, it, I can't even really have fun because I know she's not. Could you right, get, sure, can you, yeah. can, have you had the, hey, can I get a pass conversation? Yeah, uh, I haven't really had the conversation. She's almost brought it up a couple of times. And even if she said yes, I wouldn't do it because I'd never hear the end of it. Oh, of course. No, no, no. It's a trap. It is a trap. It is a trap. It is a trap. Yeah, it is a trap. I've been around too long for that. Yeah, you'll be... Uh, Might I suggest you drive to Portland? They have a drive through strip club. You can get some food. Maybe a... Yeah, you know, it's just not right. You know, maybe I've a, thought about it, and I've had a couple offers, but... Of course you've thought about it. You haven't had sex in 15 the, years, you know? But, hey, look, I'm about say this. Of the day. Your wife knows that you love her. I mean, she could yeah. never. I'd be like, baby, yeah, I didn't buy you a damn thing for Valentine's Day. What else do I need to do? I mean, my God, man, fifteen years. So, when you talk to the doctors, is there any? Uh, is there a light at the end of the tunnel, or no? Is, are you just in the tunnel? No, it's just getting worse. The tunnel's closing down. Oh, <laughs> the damn. tunnel's closed down. <laughs> wow. Oh no! It's like the West Seattle Bridge at his house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't gonna reopen. Yeah, <laughs> the damage is we too keep severe. We talking about it, but I don't think it's opening. <laughs> Property value really going down. There's no cracks. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad for you. That's terrible, dude. I, I that's depressing. I mean, I'm the same. Yeah, when way. he first said sex, I was like, I know, man. There's not even opportunities. It's been a few months, and then he's like, 15 years. Yeah. So I was like, I need to shut up. We were thinking with someone that you're attracted to. Yeah, like we they were, live in your home. We were this close to asking people last time they got naked with somebody, but we figured it'd just be depressing today. Mm-hmm. Uh what uh, what do you now remember that you used to like or enjoy? Eight four four nine 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 Ola. I ended up shirtless on a lot of Zoom calls by the end of the night. <laughs> Sweet. A uh, guy who just called. A lot of people are giving suggestions. Listen, I'm sure it if doesn't some matter. Way to do it, he could have done it. He already explained. Look, it's been 15 years. You don't think he's already explored all the options of people that are now laying in mm-hmm. front of us? He's tried. It's not to his benefit. Hello, Ely. Welcome to the men's room. Boo, bitches. Boo. Boo. All right, uh, this is kind of a humble brag, but I'm from Detroit, and I just got done getting back from a little place called Warren, Ohio. What what part are you Uh-oh. bragging about? Is, because so far, I think this could be about pizza. Is, is Warren near Toledo? Uh, it's about 50 miles west of Cleveland. Okay, all right. So about halfway so across. Four hour drive for me, but I went down there to catch a concert and sit at a bar. Ooh! Oh, because it's open. Everything's open down there. I'm everything's still closed in Michigan. It's night and day. I went down there, watched a concert at a drive-in movie theater, and then uh, 
right next to my hotel, there was a Permani Brothers where I sat at the uh, bar and myself a couple yinglings. Ah, all know, right. Man, Permani Brothers is. has good pizza, too. I don't. I, mean, I know you would just want to go in there and get a sandwich, man, but their pizza is out of this world. Oh, the Capicola double meat. Yeah, every it's, time it's unbelievable, man. Their their food is golly. That sounds like a great so. Wait, time. you said you went to a concert. They were what uh, telecasting the concert at the drive-in theater. Uh, they, they like set it up in the middle, and it was more of like a tailgate with a concert going on. Okay, I got you. That's cool. You know, man, I would have to think that. Uh, so was it like AMC movie theaters, and obviously they're one of the biggest ones in the country, probably the world. They said they're probably headed to go out of business. It would seem to me if I'm running AMC, and you know, no one knows. How this COVID stuff is going to shake out if there's a second wave, blah, blah, blah. But hearing the drive-in theaters are starting to gain a little more traction again for the very obvious reasons. I can't believe AMC is not investing basically in their own future. Like, look, movies are movies. Hollywood's going to produce their crap one way or another. And either we can watch it on demand or you can watch it at a drive-in. It it would behoove me, I think, if I'm running AMC, like, hey, man, right. why don't we invest in these things? Because the movies are the movies. Because when you run a movie, it's like radio, right? Radio, for the most part, not on our show, uh, but for the most part, you are reliant on whether or not the bands mm. make good music. Yeah. So if it's a bad year in music, guess what? Your station's going to suck for a year. It, same thing with, with movie theaters. I mean, if it's a bunch of crappy movies, it has nothing to do with People still go to the theater to find out that it sucks. On the uh, Detroit tip and things that you uh, now remember that you really used to like, uh, one of the things that, and the concerts, and I, I know everybody's on the tool kick and all the all the uh, raid shows and all the other stuff that were, were coming around. and Going to be great concerts. Uh, Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band, uh, they were going to come around. And then uh, Bob got sick or something like that or mm-hmm. something happened. Either way, they rescheduled this uh, this concert. I was pretty fired up to go. Turns out that got canceled as well because of all the stuff going on. And the other, uh, within the past two weeks or whatever, I've been on this incredible Bob Seger kick. There's no Bob. There's no bad Bob Seger. I'm just here to say it right oh, now. Oh, man. Miles, you missed out because uh, Bob Seger did... Five shows up here at DTE. Bad thing you did. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you missed out. Two. <laughs> and just to throw fuel in the fire, uh, I love you, DJ Bus Rider, but um, I just got done picking up my dog because I didn't let him go to the neighbor's house. Oh, oh wow. Oh, Who's got daggers today? It's supposed to be Positive Friday. Ooh. It is positive. <laughs> I'm just in a good mood. I love you guys. Because his dog's not going to hell. <laughs> Can't get enough of the men's room? Listen to the Men's Room Daily Podcast on the Radio.com app. Time to open wide and sample Ted's meat and potatoes. Now, here's your host, head chef of the men's room, the Ted Nugent. The head chef is in the house. Thank you, folks. Thank you, folks. How's the head chef? The head chef's not bad. Kind of excited for what we're about to eat today because some of this stuff is, uh, a couple of these things are some of my favorite foods, honestly, in the city. Mm -hmm. Well, in general. Have you been uh, doing a lot of cooking at home lately? I have. What have you been hitting up? Uh, This week we've, uh, well, I I joined Mike's team and bought a grill, small grill. Okay. So uh, I'm trying to think. First, I made some sausages, Mendrum Original Red Sausage, delicious on the grill. Uh, then I made some burgers and some asparagus. Uh, the asparagus I just put in a little I pan of foil, little a little olive oil, salt, and pepper. Boom! Perfect. Uh, Did it, you then throw it directly in the trash can where it belongs? No, I ate them. You mm-hmm. son of a. Then Pete stinky later. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember now. I had asparagus. I stinky. We yes. joke about yeah, it. You don't know about that world, but uh, Steve, it's a. It's oh a real no, world. I do because I have stood next to other people at a urinal, going, "Why do I know that you ate asparagus?" And then this week uh, we had some boneless chicken thighs. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. Boneless, boneless chicken thighs. Just throw them on there. I hit them with a the little Johnny's. You know, a few minutes. A little Johnny. Yeah, yeah, a couple minutes each side, and then we got some more asparagus. So I'm doing all that tonight. Oh, cool. I'm grilling uh, beef short ribs. Oh, 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 oh. All right. okay, yeah. yeah, big time. It is big time. But yeah, there's a lot of different stuff, and people have been cooking. And also in this time, uh, you know, uh, with the protests going on and stuff, you might hear the term ally a lot for white people that want to uh, be an ally to uh, to black people. Yeah, I don't so, hear it around here. Yeah. <laughs> Really? So the first time I heard this we term, wait till you leave. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I heard it actually was from Killer Mike uh, from Run the Jewels. Run the Jewels full four is out by the way, uh, and he has a show called Triggered, right? And he was just talking about how to be a good ally and this and that. So he talks about Black Fridays, which mm-hmm. everybody you don't have to be black. Everybody can take a part of Black Friday. Doesn't mean crazy sales. It just means try to spend some money <laughs> on a black owned business. Okay, yeah. <laughs> So today, uh, Seattle Metropolitan Magazine put out a nice list in the Seattle area of uh, black-owned restaurants, mm-hmm. and then we ordered some from one of my personal favorite places, Fatch Chicken and Waffles. So I'm going to talk a little about Creole cooking and a little bit about soul food. The <laughs> smile you see on my face, and I kid you not, I've been to Fats plenty of times, and my standard is a fat, <laughs> fat fish, catfish platter. <laughs> fish platter. Fat fish, fish platter. They're going to change the name now. With some greens and then uh, red beans and rice. We also got some uh, lemon pepper chicken. Oh! Basically, I just, we well, Robin did, but we just ordered what I would get if I had been there. Okay. So lemon pepper chicken wings, some fried catfish. Uh, we got the traditional chicken and waffles is there as well. And uh, I believe there's some cornbread muffins as well. Ooh, 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 ooh. You guys should start with the chicken and waffles. We should hang on to this catfish for a minute. Okay. Wow. No. <laughs> Wait, we no. All right. I said we start with the catfish. All right, we can start with the catfish. Okay. After I eat a big piece of it. Ooh. Sorry, I love Man, that. oh, man, does that look good. Mm-hmm. And the cornbread looks pretty good, too. Not sure if it's as good as the Pierce County Correctional System, but we'll find out. Apparently nothing can compare. Oh, thank you. Oh, I'm not using the fork, dude. I'm just dipping. You going right in there? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mm, almost cussed. Sorry. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I haven't even bitten into it yet. I made a mistake. Go on there. Oh, there that's, you go. that's what I meant to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's tremendous. <laughs> I mean, right? It's so good. Come on, man. If you think you don't like catfish, oh I have news for you. You do. You like catfish. <laughs> yes. Especially the spices they put on there and everything else. Yeah, thank you, Robin. I've just been eating with my fingers. Oh, man. <laughs> What's the name of this joint in? Fats, chicken, and waffles. Uh, great place. Uh, they have awesome uh, uh, hats there as well. But yeah, fried catfish, kind of a standard if you're going Creole or uh, soul food cooking. So you might hear the term a lot about soul food, and you're like, Ted, where does soul food come from? Seoul, Korea, right? Actually, you're exactly correct. <laughs> no. Can't be. That is exactly... <laughs> but I so do traditionally, love right, barbecue. It's what they call... I like Wikipedia. It's an ethnic cuisine. Oh, look at Mike dipping him. Yeah. I'm just there uh. to see what Mike thinks. Because you're the most vanilla as far as your palate goes. Good. All right. There okay. you go. By the way, he likes it. He likes it. The problem with Mike is he doesn't have big reactions to his food. I know. Somebody else <laughs> feels me on this. I'm sure she's maybe listening right now. But you can't tell with him. <laughs> I think he liked that. Yeah, okay. I, I like it. But you never would know. But soul food comes from the South. 
Uh, basically, it's a lot of foods uh, that were given to the enslaved West Africans mm-hmm. and Southern plantations. That's why it's unhealthy, but it's delicious. Right. The expression soul food uh, originates in like the 60s. Soul was a common uh, word used to describe uh, basically uh, black culture. Still is, brother. <laughs> and as far as the cuts and stuff initially, you know, not, not the best. So you learn how to cook really good food with not necessarily, you know, the best, you know, you don't get like boneless chicken breasts or anything. You know, you're dealing with thighs and necks. Right. And so legs. like Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, that's probably one of the more famous places across yes. the across the country, you know, down in L.A. that started doing chicken and waffles a long time ago. You know, we should get those chicken and waffles mixed in. It looks like the catfish. Okay, by out. the way, you're talking about you are grilling asparagus. I poo-pooed on your asparagus. So now the comments come in. Uh-oh. People giving me grief, all right? So they're like, throw it. you got to try some baby asparagus wrapped in bacon, all right? Another one. Throw it. God damn it. I'm not about veggies either, but I swear to you, you got to try some bacon wrap. Do you guys hear me saying, how about this? How about I, I eat bacon, mm-hmm. the good part, right? And you can have the asparagus. No one has ever said to me, if you really want to set your bacon oh. off, add asparagus. I understand. Well, look, and we've been in a restaurant where I saw you attempt to eat the bacon wrap asparagus. You still didn't really like it. No, because it ended up tasting like asparagus. Yeah, What sure. do people not get? I just want to eat bacon. How hard is that? Mm-hmm. Do you guys yourself have any of your favorite like soul food things or, or Creole dishes you like? Red oh. beans and Ooh, rice, gumbo? I'll, I'll say this. When I, when I first moved to New Orleans, I, I, I don't think I really understood the concept of etouffee. And uh, the first, I had shrimp etouffee. I'm like, yeah, I'll give it a try. I mean, I just, I can't explain it. It's not like anything else I've eaten. No. I love beignets is, uh, uh, as far as the dessert world goes. I love jambalaya. That's something well, they make at home sure. all the time. I mean, the basic stuff. Uh, it's like soup, but you forgot to turn the heat off so all the moisture's gone. Yeah, so you has got the salt, right? But, like, it is tremendous. So what, am, it's, what I got, maple syrup and what here for the chicken and biscuit? I believe that's a butter. Oh, Lord. Okay. Yeah, we're going to post the list, too, uh, up on the Men's Room Facebook page about the list of uh, black-owned restaurants so you can help support them right now in the Seattle area. I think, actually, we might post up a couple there so you can check that out. Ted, you'll understand this. Do what you want. I'm eating with James Brown's killer. yeah and look there's some things like when you go to a soul food restaurant you're generally gonna get like the good stuff that everybody likes and diabetes right well there is health concerns but like (laughs) yes like where i grew up man i remember there was some there was some weird things like hog malls Mm -hmm. you don't want you're good on hog malls my grandmother loved hog malls Robin, do we have uh, the other list up there? We do. So uh, we're going to have a couple lists up for you. Uh, get them into a blog with everything so you don't have to look very far. We'll get it posted on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of it. And the list doesn't just include in Seattle for takeout and delivery. It also includes around the entire area. So you've got places like Carolina Smoke in Bavel, uh, Classic Ooh. Eats in Burien, Island Soul Rum Bar we keep hearing about. Wasn't that on some sort of top list or something? That one shows up about nationwide yeah. uh, black-owned businesses. That's oh. Columbia. Oh, yeah. City, so Kent, Kirkland, all the way to Vashon, uh, the black-owned businesses in the area where you can Southern go get Kitchen delicious food. Yeah, cafes. I mean, you name it, it's out there, and we want to support, so we'll get them all posted for you, and you can just go through the list and order as you please. Okay. We've done the chicken and waffles. We've done the catfish. What is up next? All right, so next you're going to have the uh, lemon pepper chicken wing, oh, the lemon which pepper. is my personal favorite flavor of a chicken wing. Here it is. And they have a nice little coating on those, oh, man. Oh, yeah. You need to drop some, but it, it'll be all right. Mm-mm. You don't sound happy about that, bro. <laughs> oh, man. God damn, I missed a chicken one. <laughs> so good. It's like, I, I'm going to cry. 
Yeah. I mean, I eat these three times a week and not anymore. Right. You got chicken wings from a restaurant. I don't have have an air fryer. They're awesome. And when you eat, you know, back in the day when we ate in restaurants, they show up like piping hot and everything. Those were the days. (laughs) You got wings? Oh, yeah. Get those out here first. Uh, I would also mention, though, too, like, uh, you know, just talk about sulfur. There's a lot of things that we eat in our everyday diet now that we really think about, like, you know, like sweet potatoes. Mm -hmm. Right. Like that comes from down there. Uh, even just the preparation. I mean, I see collard greens and mustard greens everywhere. Now. Oh, oh. Which also, if you've never had collard greens, do you like vinegar? You'll like greens. Like, it's pretty oh, simple. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, you also see that in a lot of uh, 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 barbecue joints, right? Like, even if it's like a Texas-style barbecue, they're still going to have collard greens. You're probably talking about cornbread. I personally love grits, but grits, people go one way or another with grits. If yeah. you get them... With shrimp, From you Nolans, can do dinner. I, 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 man, you'll be fine. Shrimp and I grits. did not like grits, so I had shrimp and grits in New Orleans. I'm not kidding. Like it, it was, and it doesn't have any butter in it, so you don't yeah. have to worry about that. Oh yeah. Well, like when yeah. I was a kid, we always very ate, healthy. We yeah. ate cream very of wheat healthy. all the time. Which yeah, I mean, consistent. You had 15 was. seconds to eat it before it congealed into like a putty that you would hang drywall with. Yeah, you got to add applesauce to it, man. But see, I, I well, we didn't do that. I would say though, the king, the crude tas of uh, of this kind of cuisine. Hush puppies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hush puppies. <laughs> Connect with the men's room on Instagram at Men's Room Live. Okay. The Delaware County Sheriff's Office is working with several other agencies to investigate after YouTubers Micah and James Stoffer admitted they had given their adopted son Huxley away to a new family. The Stoffer family has divulged little about where Huxley currently is living, citing privacy concerns. Lawyer for the uh, lawyers for the couple said that the Stoffers had hand-selected a family who was equipped to Huxley's needs. They did so, the lawyer said, after consulting multiple professionals in the healthcare and educational uh, arenas. This is we, what I'm going to say when the kids ask, hey, where's Fluffy the cat? Um, for privacy reasons, I cannot tell you what farm Fluffy went to. That's correct. I mean, this story is messed up, man. Uh, it's messed up yeah. knowing that they adopted this kid under the visor the YouTube channel that they were going to do this. I guess they had... Uh, they already have kids. They have biological kids, right? Right. But they had their channel, and then they adopted the kid, and at the time, as I understand... So I, I'm only discovering the story now, like most people, but apparently at the time they adopted the kid, there's backlash. A bunch of people say, man, you're just doing this for attention. They're like, no, 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 blah, blah, blah. Turns out the kid's autistic, and then they're like, yeah, out. Right, yeah. Right. I mean, it's exactly what you think it is. A lot of these people are just full of crap and fake. And they also put it yeah. on social media and went, we found another family. Uh, that, what does that mean, people asked. Uh, did, did you go through an agency for this? Was there another home study done on another family? It's just you very You can't unusual. just give your kid to someone, you can't, right? Like, look, man, no, wait, wait, wait. I, I've wait. Known, I, my, my, my dog uh, ended up kind of just being adopted by the family next door because they had a couple of their dogs and they all just ran together in the neighborhood. You know, and, and you my, were negligent. My sure. dog just spent more time over there. And eventually... I never saw the dog again. Like after, like I moved out. You know what I mean. The dog never came Which home. Which dog? Uh, Sunshine, my uh, my collie. Oh, yeah. Sunshine, the co- Sunshine, the collie. <laughs> Don't ask me. Don't ask me. The dog's name was Sunshine when I got it. Right. It was a puppy. Right. Sunshine, the puppy. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like you really love Sunshine. I did love Sunshine. Why'd she leave you? She moved in with the neighbors. That, okay, here's the real deal on this. Ooh. All right, my stepfather didn't want the dog in the house. Okay. Uh-huh. So I had a dog pen kind of thing growing up. You know. What All I mean? right. Uh, like Tiny Tim there. Right. Exactly. In the backyard type thing. But I would always let the dog out, play with the dog, and I would let the dog in the house with me as much as possible when he was not there. 
But the dog was also a free-roaming dog because it was— It's a collie. It's a collie, and the right. collies are— co- But the dogs next door were uh, friends of, of theirs. They love sunshine. What's up, sunshine? Bring sunshine in, and sunshine realized, like, I can sleep inside. <laughs> right. I can eat, like, right. wet That's food. A- <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't Like, my, my, uh, my stepfather, well, not that he was frugal, but at the time it wasn't his uh, idea to get a dog. Even though I worked or whatever, you have to feed the dog. So I had, like, a generic bag of dog food that was white and said dog food in bright letters, and that's what that dog <laughs> ate, and it smelled like fish. Uh, it was terrible. But so. see, you can't do that with your kid, right? They say, where's your kid? Like, oh, he's been playing with the neighbors a lot, and the parents are great. Come back a month later, where's your kid? Well, I haven't seen him mm-hmm. in like a month. Yeah. He waves when he gets on the bus, but he now just lives. Uh, with but that, but so, it was but, weird, because I, ra- look, man, I, I raised the dog. The dog was a puppy, okay? So I loved the it dog. It did not like I wanted the No, the dog, we, we, we had a great relationship. It left you. Well, I mean, my a, God, look, man, man, you said look, you man, never look, saw look, the dog look, again. Look, 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 that is not, look. hey, you're right next door, and the dog's still hey, like, F that dude. If we're living together in an apartment or F whatever, Montgomery. and I got a buddy who's got a cabin on the lake, I'm out. Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? If he wants to rent me a room, yeah, I'm like, but you're just two buddies. This was a dog that you raised. You this raised. was a dog that I raised. You raised And, then, and then when I was 18 years old, you know, I could only himself. do so much, you know what I mean? And, and I moved out, and I was going to take my dog with me, and I went down, I talked to the neighbors. And the neighbors, they were upset that I was going to take wait, wait, the dog. Wait, wait, wait. How long had your dog been living with the neighbors when you said, like, how much time had gone by before you were going to move okay, out and now day, wanted your dog Every back? day when I was at school, that dog was over there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, whenever I came home after practice or whatever, I called the dog. It's kind of sad. It's the dog like the dog just. This just, is a really horrible story. You'd go story. to school and, and Sunshine would run next door. Yeah. Well, no, when I came home, I'd call her. You know what I mean? And then she would run home and we would hang out and play. But then as soon as we were done. I do that with my kids, but it's not like they feel like coming upstairs, but I announced that I'd like to see them. I already lost the dog, all right? That's all right. The dog. We just I know want that. you to admit it. I know it. This is a horrible and story. Sucked. And I was just telling you about that dog kicking a German Shepherd's ass the other day. That's that one. That dog was amazing, man. Yeah. Sunshine. She was tough. <laughs> She's a big mouth, man. Those, those collies have a big mouth, man. It's like a, it's like an alligator. You know what I mean? She <laughs> didn't like it. She though. got a hold of that German Shepherd's neck. I was like, damn. Because I thought she was just going to get her ass kicked. You know what I mean? I had no idea. I mean, she just Maybe housed. your lack of faith in her is part of the reason she left. I just didn't know collies could fight like maybe, that. Maybe the dog was tired of having to fight for you. <laughs> but it could be. I don't know. But Miles either. can't handle you, so I'm going to go ahead and do this. Yeah. And then, like, you know, like a year or two later, I'm living in an apartment. I get the phone call from the mom. Sunshine's dead. And I'm just like, oh, no. I didn't get my dog back, and now my dog's dead. You know, that is the worst dog look, story Look, look, it's one ever. thing. It's one, thing, ever, to, it's one thing to adopt senior dogs and all that. I've done all that. Cats, dogs, whatever the hell. Uh, but it's another thing to raise a puppy. So, like, when you raise a puppy and then the puppy's I'm raising like, a puppy. Guess I'm what? Out. I'm out. I'm leaving. <laughs> it hangs out with me. Right. It loves oh, when I, in oh fact, when I come. I, I couldn't let the dog in the house. Listen, I even nicknamed. freezing cold. There. I nicknamed the dog Shakira. Seriously, because when I'm walking up, she's shaking her ass so much. I'm like, oh, little Shakira. Because she's happy to see me. Mm-hmm. We spend Sunshine quality was, time Sunshine together. loved me. It wasn't that. It was just the fact that. She left your she ass. She had two friends and wanted to live inside. Okay. And the food was better and the situation was better. I don't blame her. You know what I mean? Some revisionist stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know, you've been in a relationship before you go, I don't blame that person. <laughs> but I, I like don't that. think they still love me. Because <laughs> well, she's dead. Because they left. I know she loves me. And then they she died. Loved me. She just had a better living situation. <laughs> hey, Miles. You haven't, know you what, ever, haven't you ever been with somebody that upgraded? <laughs> you know what, you know what? You're right. Sunshine did love you. <laughs> you know Everything's what I mean? okay. It was just you an upgrade. Right. It was like, look, man. Take a breath. If Brad Pitt wants to hit on whoever I'm dating, guess what's going to happen? I'm not going to be dating them anymore, right? They upgraded. Someone here says Sunshine knew what was coming if she kept living with Miles the punter. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, Sunshine was great. I just lost her to the neighbors. Okay. That's all. That's all it was. I like how you Sad. remember that. 
I do like remember that because it was my dog growing up. To accept, what I had the really dog for like 14 out. years. It was my dog. You no, know you mean? didn't have her 14 years. Oh, I she did have her for the majority of the time, and then she left at the end. You know what I mean? It was like a couple How years. How long? <laughs> I don't know. I was like 16, 17 years old. It's like a horrible breakup. It was terrible. I don't know. I was missed my dog. And then the neighbors took her. All right, neighbors took my dog. Showed up, and then she died. That dog bed's there. You know what I mean? That treats. Milk bone biscuits. I couldn't compete with that. Yeah, I get it. They were rich. Someone right? says, Jesus, Miles, my dog died last week. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Remember what we thought it was bad with Tiny Tim? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, oh, even Tiny Tim's like, I feel bad for sunshine. Honest right. to God, uh, <laughs> you big oh? I'm only worth four tickets. Damn. Every once in a while, Lassie will come up. How many tickets you think sunshine is worth? I don't know. But every once in a while, Lassie will come up like on television or whatever. You don't really see a lot of those big collies anymore. Yeah. They're just not there. And I always look at them like, oh, it's sunshine. <laughs> you saw them sun- less than most? You know, because sunshine looks just like that. I was like, oh, that's sunshine. You know, that's my dog. But you never see him for real. I only see my no, TV you don't. anymore. Right, exactly. <laughs> it seems like it still hurts. I mean, I can look it at a does. Scottish Terrier <laughs> without thinking about Tigger. Yeah, but, I mean, you still love Tigger. Well, sure. I mean, you I know, know where he uh, went, though. <laughs> to heaven, because all dogs do. Well, my uh, sunshine did, too. And the neighbors She's paid. in hell. And the neighbors. <laughs> sunshine's in hell, Miles. I know. She you know, know, went hey, straight to hell. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Talking about sunshine? <laughs> straight in hell. God, it's really harsh. <laughs> It's supposed to be a positive environment in here when I come to work. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. Game is big dummy. 844-999-OLA. That connection is strong. Still is. <laughs> Hello, Matt. Welcome to the men's room. Hey, Hola. Matty on Team Sober, Team Not Sober. I'm sober today. All right. Welcome to the show, Matt. Okay, Matt, our men's room poll. Which do you battle? 12 Chihuahua, 4 Squirrel, 1 Angry Beaver, or 8 6-year-olds? Man, squirrels are terrifying. Uh, Let's see. I think I'm going to have to go with the Chihuahua. You're going to go 12 Chihuahua. I'm right there with it. Okay. Somebody did add, uh, as uh, I feel very confident, out of those four choices that... Chihuahua would do me the best if someone says, hey, man, Chihuahuas shake the chunks of flesh right out of you. Mm-hmm. That's well, all right. We were going to go also uh, four Canadian geese, which I thought would be pretty terrifying. <laughs> they they are surprisingly terrifying. They are. I don't know what it is. I mean, I know they're a big bird and everything, man, but they, they have no fear. They come right at you if they want to. But, like, they oh, yeah. want to fight. Oh, yeah. That's oh, the difference. You're like, oh, okay. All right, here is your question. What is the largest lake found completely within the United States? The largest lake found was completely within the United States? Yeah, so it is one of the Great Lakes, a very large lake, but only one of them is completely within the U.S. has nothing to do with Canada. Is it Superior? No, it's Michigan. Uh, oh, you got Lake Michigan. That's right, I say right? what bird can fly backwards. I just had, I, I can do through. geography. I mean, there's only five of them. Yeah. I mean, Lake Michigan just makes sense also as it's the one named after our, one of our states. But the Canadians could argue that with Lake Ontario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd or d- the city of Erie could do the same, but they wouldn't. No, turns out I don't know the names of all the Great Lakes. <laughs> yeah, you do. Really? Sure, you do. All right, come on. Superior, go. Michigan, hmm? Ontario, Ontario now right. Erie. Uh huh. Come on. Can you dig it? Dig it. Yeah, <laughs> dig it, Lake. I was thinking, sure. little drummer boy. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> 
Lake Huron. Huron. Can you can you dig, dig it? Lake Dig it. What happened to them? They drowned on Lake Dig it. <laughs> can you dig it? I knew that you could. <laughs> hey man, we're going camping this week in a Lake Dig it. I knew that you could. <laughs> See, like the appropriate place. <laughs> used to be a big saying back I in the day. I can dig it, bro. Can you dig it? I knew that you could. Can you dig it? I can dig. We're going to Lake Dig It. <laughs> Sounds like. We are going to rename that damn great lake to Lake can Dig It. Dig It. Tourism will go up. Yeah. Sounds like Friends of Distinction. Man. All right, here's your question What is the capital of Haiti? <laughs> Ironically, I know the that. The capital of Haiti? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Lovey. Does it have anything to do with Paisley? Yes. Jesus. I had to go through the whole thing. Yes. <laughs> Any idea, Matt? No, I'm just, okay, I'm blanking on that one for Port sure. Prince? Port of Prince. Prince. What does that have to do with Paisley? Port Prince. Oh, Paisley Prince. 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 Oh, Prince, the artist. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. Sorry, gotcha. Question number three for you. <laughs> what object did Benjamin Franklin... Attached to the end of a kite string to prove that lightning was electricity. Mm. Oh, there you go. How about a key? Skeleton key. Yeah. At least that's the way it was drawn up in the pictures I saw as a kid. You know, looking I think back the only now. the key was probably a skeleton key. Looking back <laughs> now, knowing what we know now, if we were friends with Ben, Ben like, bro, we believe you. Mm-hmm. Do not go hold a kite up. Over your head. Not a good idea. Right. And have a metal key. That just, we believe. Not a good idea. Oh, uh, by the way, Ted. You'll be knocked a, uh, out for days. A comment came in. A lot of times, if people uh, listen to this show through radio.com, sometimes they are actually listening to a podcast that is not live. Sometimes okay. they're listening live. However, this comment just came in. Uh, it says, chicken and a biscuit. So I'm listening live right now. You're not. I think they're about two weeks behind. But anyway, it says, I'm listening live right now, but I'm listening to the big dummy cracker debate. Chicken in a biscuit is delicious. Uh, oh, God, where did it go? It's better than the restaurants or any of that top ramen. Just eat the S, enjoy the flavor combo, and shut the F up, Ted. So, wow. <laughs> Got hostile. New York actually I, had one the other day for the first time in a long time. Yeah. I don't remember what you said two weeks ago, but... Uh, Golly. I guess I called him trash. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trash cracker. But he thinks he's listening live, so... Oh, God. All right, the game is uh, Big Dummy. 844-999-OLA. Who's Bro, our I next contestant ready to play the big game? I don't think he's digging it. No. no. He ain't going to leg dig it. No. Big Hello, dummy. Andrew. <laughs> Hello, Andrew. Welcome to the men's room. Hey, how's it going? Hola. Andrew, are you on Team Sober, Team Not Sober? That's so good. Sober? Not sober. Not sober. All right, Andrew, our men's room pull. You're going to have to uh, do battle. Will it be with 12 Chihuahua, four squirrels, one angry beaver, or eight six-year-olds? I'm going to go 12 Chihuahuas. 12 Chihuahuas it is. Right there with you. Uh, Ted message comes in. You says, Ted, I was 100% with you on Dig It. Huron is stupid. Let's start the petition to rename it. <laughs> yeah. Lake Dig It. All right. Yeah, Lake Diggit. Wouldn't you go to a place if I said, hey, bro, I don't know anything about this joint. It's called Lake Diggit, but they're giving away, uh, we got a two night stay at Lake Diggit. Mm-hmm. I'd go. I'm in. Yeah. No questions yeah, asked. Yeah, the Diggit Lodge. <laughs> Want to yes. go sailing? Can you dig it? Can yeah, you dig it? Exactly. All right, here's your question <laughs> The Rock will be our spokesman. Can you dig it? All right, the question What is the favorite food of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Pizza. Oh, yeah. 
pizza. Good call. I used mm. to have a vehicle that shot pizzas because it was like a toy that went with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, right, right, right. It might have been like a dump, like a, not a dumpster, but like a trash truck or something. Because they lived in sewers. They liked pizza. They, they had a thing with dirt. I had a very stupid thought this morning. I'm writing up uh, the questions for Big Dummy. I get to that particular question, and it's pizza. And it took me back to, I believe it was yesterday on the show, we said something about pizza. And, Ted, you were like, well, I don't mind cold pizza in the morning. Right? Yeah, love it. Now, it was this morning, I'm doing this, and I'm like, I could go for a slice of cold pizza. We've all been there. Right? You got your delivery the night before, you get the cold slice. Then I thought, what if you did a delivery service of cold pizza? You say, listen. No. We cooked all these pizzas the night before. No. <laughs> they said, we, we have them refrigerated. The no, I, no, no. I don't want to hear it. cold pizza. I would have ordered one this morning. I would have ordered a cold pizza this morning. I, I like cold pizza, but I don't know that I'd order one. I All have right. definitely ordered a pizza before, eaten one slice, and then just put it away. And then the put night. it away. All right. Yeah. Now, but but that followed with, is there anywhere, so a lot of people do, uh, places do food delivery and all this. Anyone do breakfast? Like if you wanted scrambled eggs and bacon or something like that. Does oh, any, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah they do? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know certain restaurants, but I, I, not that I have ever been in bed laying there looking <laughs> at it, but a lot of the delivery service have breakfast things. Oh, yes, they do. Huh. I did not know mm-hmm. that. Such a good idea. It's already been done. I recommend Vula's on the weekend. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. All right, let's see here. I think we need to go back in time to the last time that we played Ted versus the FCC. So if we could, let's go back in time. 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 One sock cutter. He cut socks. Two sock cutters. They cut socks. Three sock cutters. They cut socks. Four sock cutters. They cut socks. Three times fast. One sock cutter. He cuts. Oh, 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 oh. The quickest Ted versus wow. the FCC yeah. ever. Let's do it again. And now, everyone's favorite daytime game show, where one person could lose $325,000 and their job or win and walk away with oh, nothing. Yeah. It's time for Ted versus the FCC. You know the rigor Marauder all tired. We did speed last night. Couldn't get any sleep. Came up with tongue twisters for Ted. Lo and behold, we come in. We get a, a listener submitted Ted versus the FCC. Which is disappointing. Same we did book. our best work last yeah, night. Yeah, same story every week, seems like. Either way, uh, this one comes from Nick Knack, and he says, good luck, Ted. Patty, and it goes something like this. Super shy Shazam shyly sits on super slitted sheets in a super shiny ambulance while shyly slitting super shiny slitted sheets. Wow. The way we Shazam. play uh, Ted versus the FCC is you uh, you need to read that one time through, then three times fast. All right, all right. Super shy Shazam slyly sits on super slitted sheets and super shiny ambulance while slyly slitting Super shiny slitted sheets. Three times back. Super shy Shazam slyly sits on a super slitted sheets and super shiny ambulance while slyly slitting super shiny slitted sheets. One. Super shy Shazam slyly sits. Oh, oh, no. Even worse, Miles. What's that? I was going to dedicate that one to Sunshine in Hell. Oh, oh no. <laughs> And poor Shazam, he wears a onesie, uh, so to do what you said he did took a while. You know, uh, Sunshine is the cam dog at... Uh, <laughs> I can't dig it? He, uh, sure, she sure is. She was. She was. Yeah. You know, Sunshine should be on the shirt. <laughs> Just burn it up. <laughs> do you have a picture of her? With the phoenix and the flames <laughs> flying up in the background. This is my 
Sunshine. This is Sunshine and Hell. <laughs> Welcome to Camp Ticket. <laughs> Want more of the Men's Room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill, the greatest story never told. Available on radio.com. Bob and we made it to drinking time. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, and as usual, we head to the drink desk and Steve Throw Hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed, and today I'm going to steal Mike Hawk's thunder because today... We chose 41-year-old Deca Ahmed of Kensington, England. Actually, the story, I saw the headline this morning at home, and by the time I got to work, one of our co-workers, who we call Veggie Dog, had forwarded to me. The story is stranger than the headline. But here we go. In an effort to rekindle her romance with an ex-boyfriend, Deca showed up at his apartment with a bottle of wine. She texted him, said, hey, surprise, I'm here. I am downstairs. I have wine. And that's all it took. She was invited up to his third-floor apartment, and they started drinking. Now, they didn't start with the wine. They started with whiskey instead. And according to him, Decca put down six or seven glasses and then started slapping her ex in the face. Now, as the story goes, that's just how she quote-unquote gets. So the ex kind of accepted it. But when she started slapping around his roommate as well, that's when he made efforts to calm her down. Now, keep in mind, when she assaulted her ex-boyfriend, she was using hands to slap him in the face. I don't know what her beef is with his roommate, but when she started beating him, she started beating him with a belt. So again, they just tried to calm her down because they both know that's just how Decca gets. And that worked for a little while, but he made the mistake of then opening the bottle of wine that she had brought over. And keep in mind, I'm leaving a lot out of the story because this thing would go on forever. But instead of pouring wine into wine glasses, he poured the wine into water glasses. Now, how did Decca feel about that? We're just talking about pretentious wine snobs. Well, she threw the glass at his head. Now, the good news is the boyfriend managed to duck. But to give you an idea of how hard she threw it, the thing smashed and shattered on the kitchen cabinet. It didn't hit the kitchen cabinet and break on the floor. It shattered on the kitchen cabinet. There was some velocity behind that. Well, now, at this point, he and roommate, finally, they had to ask her to leave. But as you could probably guess, she's not going to do this willingly. They had to physically remove her. They finally got her down to three flights of steps and out the front door to the apartment building. And remember, this is an apartment building. This is not your home. You are sharing the space with many other people. And that's part of the reason that the ex-boyfriend started getting pissed because Decca continued to protest and started screaming and yelling at the door. Okay, so now everyone that lives in this building is listening to your drunk, crazy-ass ex making all this noise, but there wasn't anything they could do to calm her down. So they left her up front. They went back up to the apartment. And then, oddly enough, there was suddenly dead silence. Well, the ex-boyfriend, he feared maybe something bad had happened, so he looks out of his third-floor window and looks down at the front door. Well, she was still at the entrance of the building. Was she screaming? No. Was she yelling? No. Was she even injured? Nothing like that. The only reason she stopped yelling was because she was actively pooping on the doorstep. When they looked out the window, (laughs) as they say, she was pulling down her knickers and dropping a deuce directly on the doorstep that led to the apartment building. As you would imagine, they then called the police. The police showed up. It took six police officers to get her under control, take her ass to jail, where she will have a court appearance coming up in the next few weeks. Wow. Now think about this. I hate you. Dead silence. Oh, my God, what happened? You look out there, and she's popping a squat in the entrance to your apartment building. 
Now, I don't know much about the relationship, but I'm going to guess, based on this behavior, this is why they used to date, mm-hmm. but don't so much now. He made the comment that whiskey did not do well for her. But she had six or seven glasses. Keep in mind, he kept pouring it. But either way, yes, it ended with her pooping on his doorstep. So let's drink. We pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola bitola! Thanks for listening to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Also available on Radio.com. Oh, man! A Double Flush production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.